It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 99 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. Today we continue our two-part podcast featuring The Nebs, that short-lived classic comedy radio show from 1945. On Monday we feature the first two episodes, and today we bring you the last two, the October 22nd and October 29th episodes featuring Kathleen and Jean Lockhart as Rudy and Fanny Neb. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Sistax presents The Neb, starring Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart as Rudy and Fanny Neb. <laughs> the Neb, straight from America's famous comic strip, with Junior, Obie Slider, and all the others you've laughed and adventured with for 22 years. Well, it's a crisp October Saturday morning, and the Neb household is bustling with activity. Fanny Neb is going briskly about her housework while husband Rudy bubbles with sparkling vim, vigor, and vitality. Rudy, you sound like a tired breeze blowing through a bass horn. Uh, Would you mind going someplace else while I clean this room? Oh, Fanny, I'm just relaxing a little until it's time to go to the office. There isn't anything you'd like me to do before I leave, is there? Well... Uh, No, I didn't think so. Yes. You might empty the ashtrays. Burn the rubbish and scrub the kitchen floor. Why, of course, my dear. I'll have Junior take care of it this afternoon. Oh, thank you, dear. But I'll have it done by that time, in spite of the fact that I must wash the dishes and do the laundry and make the beds and clean the house. Mm. Well... Mm, A woman's work is never done. The trouble with you housewives is, my dear, you don't organize your work. Now, we men... Oh, you men. (laughs) Half your work is just talk. Huh? You dictate letters, hold conferences. Uh, come in. <laughs> I beat you to it that time. <laughs> oh, why, Toby Slider. Good morning, Fanny. Hello there, lame brain. Well, good morning, uh, wrinkle puss. What's going on around here this morning? Oh, the usual routine, Obie. Housework and more housework. Yeah, I suppose Rudy's helping as usual with a mouthful of conversation. Well, Fanny's a little tired this morning, Obie, but she always insists on doing all the housework at once, just making a mountain out of a molehill. Well, if it wasn't for Hank, Fanny, a molehill is just what this joint would look like. Thank you, Obie. I was just telling Rudy you men have it pretty easy with the domestic helps are scarce now. A woman's work boils down to just plain drudgery. Well, Fanny, maybe you do need a little rest. Now, why don't you take a vacation? Go spend a few days with our daughter, Betsy. Junior can, uh, uh, Junior and I can uh, manage here at home. Oh, no. I remember too well what happened the last time I went to Betsy. Yeah, I'll bet when you got home you sure had a surprise. Oh, she certainly did. Two new sets of dishes. (laughs) (laughs) Then I got another surprise that left them all for me to wash. Oh, well, the next time we'll use paper plates. (laughs) Why, Obie? Rudy didn't even bother to send out the laundry. And when I got home, the house was a mess. There wasn't a single clean sheet or a pillow slip. That's right, Fanny. I came over while you were gone, and the only cover on Rudy's bed was two layers of cobwebs. 
Well, after all, I had my own work to do. A man can't run his business, keep house and cook meals at the same time. Uh, what's a wife for, anyway? Ooh, to jitterbug with and take out to dinner. Well, I do take my wife out to dinner. Why, every Saturday I say to Fanny... Fanny, let's go to the all come on in and get their warmed-over merchant's lunch. <laughs> well... <laughs> uh, that, that dollar steak dinner isn't so bad if your dentures can take a beating, Rudy. Now, listen, you two, I'm not that bad. Oh, Rudy's I... all right, Obi. He just hasn't any conception of the work involved in running a home. I still think a wife's job is bigger than her husband. But, Fanny, it's all a matter of organization. Organization and executive ability. You ought to run this house just like I run my business. Hey, what do you want to do, Rudy? Break up housekeeping? Why, <laughs> taking care of a house is what I'd call a dream job. Rudy, there's more to it than taking a nap on the sofa. You know, Rudy... Years ago, my wife got me interested in housework. Hmm? How'd she ever do that, Obie? With a rolling pin. <laughs> Why, the way you people talk. I'll bet I could do Fanny's work in one half the time it takes her to do it. I'd certainly like to see you try. Why don't you swap jobs with her for a day, Rudy? Oh, be that silly. Fanny couldn't handle my job. Well, and I'll bet you couldn't handle hers either. <laughs> Furthermore, I'll bet you're afraid to try, you coward. I'm afraid to try? I am not. Oh, now, Rudy. You know you couldn't trade jobs with me. You can't handle my work. Why, of course he can't. That'd take somebody intelligent. I can, too, handle it. Bet you can. I can. You can. I can. You won't. I will. When? Right now. Okay, Rudy, that's a bet. <laughs> oh, Obi, that's silly. Don't try to talk him into it. Sister, he's in. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. All right, dear, if you'd like to back out. Yeah, that's right, Rudy. Crawfish. I will not. I never back out of anything. I'll say not. You plunge in head first. <laughs> <laughs> you bet I'll plunge in. And I'll show you two how things ought to be done around this house. I'll give Fanny a lesson in business administration she'll never forget. You're not kidding, flea brain. Well, Rudy, you're asking for it. He's got it. If you're going to take over his job, Fanny, do you want to ride down to the office with me? Thanks, Obie. That's a good idea. Now, Obie, Fanny can't make any business decisions. Why, she's... Don't you worry about me. You take care of the house. Oh, yes, and there's that checkered gingham apron with the frilly sleeves you can put on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, would I like to see that. Rudy in a gingham apron with a feather duster for a corsage. Rudy Neff, queen for a day. <laughs> We'll leave our queen for a day for just a moment. In the meantime... Here's a health question for every home. Does anyone in your family feel below par, look run down and haggard? The cause may be excess acids and poisons which should be removed through the bloodstream. These excess acids and poisons may cause circles under your eyes, rheumatic pains in muscles and joints, interrupt your sleep, make you feel nervous, run down and old before your time. When there is nothing organically or systemically wrong, the medicine called Cystex, C-Y-S-T-E-X, usually goes to work right now, helping nature clear away excess acids and poisons through the bloodstream. Stimulating this natural cleansing and purifying action may easily bring you new energy, vitality, and better sleep. You must discover Cystex to be a quick and easy way to help eliminate excess acids through the bloodstream and gain more youthful vitality, or your money back is guaranteed on return of the empty package. So get Cystex, C-Y-S-T-E-X, from your druggist today and take as directed with a glass of water after each meal. 
See how much better you feel tomorrow. And now, back to the Nebs. Well, Obi, I'll have to admit Rudy's office work is less familiar to me than my housework is to him. I suppose you'd better tell me what his duties are. Fanny, do you want the plain truth, or can I varnish it up a little? <laughs> now, Obi, just what does Rudy do at this time every morning? Well, let me see. We usually run out for a cup of coffee. <laughs> but I don't want any coffee. Well, how about a Coke? No, thanks. Let's get on with the work to be done. Rudy's going to do my housework. I've got to be fair and do his work here. Now, where do we start? Fanny... You don't want to prop your feet up on the desk, do you? Oh, you men, I don't see how you ever run a business. Well, to tell the truth, it runs us, mostly. We have our clerks and stenographers and such, but all we do is supervise. Supervise? Huh? We didn't get here until ten o'clock. Why, I bet you and Rudy don't even know what time the employees come to work. No, they're always in when we get here. <laughs> I see. Now, look at Rudy's desk. Mm, I've never seen anything as untidy in my whole life. A mountain of circulars. Ads and memorandums all piled in a heap. Well, what does he use for them? To hide behind when he's in conference with a siesta. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to file them. Well, do you know where to file them? Sure. In the wastebasket. There. Now we can see the desk. Yeah. Nice, rich soil, ain't it? <laughs> now, I think I'll clean all these papers out of the pigeonhole. Well, I'd be careful if I were you, Fanny. The last time Rudy did that, a pigeon flew out. know who's taking the worst beating today, me or this rug. The only way to properly vacuum a rug is to move all the furniture out of the room. Well, the ashtrays anyway. Oh, come in. Oh, good morning, Rudy. Oh, hello, Sylvia. Oh, my goodness. What are you doing with that vacuum cleaner? I'm just rearranging the dust. Oh, and putting, and putting broken glass in its place? What a quaint idea. Where's Fanny? Fanny went to my office. But really, what for? Because I do. Oh, but Rudy, why are you cleaning house? Because she does. <laughs> oh, this is the most priceless thing anybody's ever heard of. And I'll bet nobody's heard about it yet. Now, Sylvia, I'll thank you not to go around town telling people I'm doing the housework. I'm only doing this to prove a point. Oh, but Rudy, how are you going to prove anything without witnesses? Well, don't worry. I'll gladly testify. <laughs> oh, dear, I do wish Fanny were here, but I guess you'll have to do. Have you uh, <clears throat> heard the latest? How could I? I haven't seen you for a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me take a deep breath. Uh, now, now, wait a minute, Sylvia. I haven't time to hear about somebody who's in more trouble than I am. I've got beds to make, dishes to wash, and... Really? Imagine Rudy Neb with dishpan hands. <laughs> now, you should talk. You're a tattletale and you're getting gray. Besides, I've a system for doing dishes. It's funny some clever housewife hasn't thought of it before. Well, what is it, Rudy? Something I could pass along? 
Any woman would be happy to know of an easy way to keep things clean. Mm, well, you could help them a lot by not talking so much. Oh, Rudy, go ahead. What is your system of doing the dishes? Why, it's the simplest thing in the world. Haven't you ever heard of a washing machine? A washing machine? Why, of course. Mrs. Twilly tried that once with a beautiful set of china. She profited by it, too. Mm -hmm. What happened? Right away, she was in the chips. Sylvia, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that is not funny. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, well, you'll have to pardon me now. I've got to get to the dishes. I'll have them done in no time if Junior ever gets home. Well, Rudy, I don't want to keep you from Fanny's work, but uh, I wonder if you've heard about Sophronia Pringle. Hmm? Well, all I know is that she was in financial difficulties a while back. Yes, indeed. Not more than a year ago, the wolf was at her door. Do tell. Uh, what happened? Last week, he moved right into the house with her. Mm. <laughs> they got married. <laughs> His father, you know, was the minister. Mm. Of course, it probably won't last, though. No? Uh, why not? Well, Sophronia's father's a lawyer, see? <laughs> but of course that may not happen. I always say all's well that ends well, unfortunately. Yes, and... Oh, uh, uh, why, here comes Fanny. Oh, hello, Sylvia. Oh, hello, Fanny, darling. I've just been having the grandest chat with Rudy. Well, I don't know whether Sylvia's been chatting with me or at me. Uh, how's things at the office, Fanny? Uh, I didn't think you'd last very long. Uh, I think I've done enough for today. Besides, you always stop work at noon on Saturdays. My goodness, Fanny, you're becoming a regular career woman. Don't you find it difficult to mix marriage with a career? Oh, I don't know. Some people have done it five or six times. Oh, well, I really must be going. Oh, don't hurry, Sylvia. I really must, my dear. Don't forget to have Rudy tell you what I told him. I'll see how it sounds when I hear it from somebody else tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, that's Sylvia. Boy, am I glad she's gone. Why, if it hadn't been for her, I'd have had all the housework finished by now. Oh, now, Rudy, you seem to be enjoying her visit when I came in. But, Fanny, what she told me. Sylvia said Never that... mind, you old gossip. Have you done the dishes? Well, not yet. Made uh, the bed? No, but Put the, the laundry into soap? No, I... Then all you've done is break an ashtray. I, uh, well, yes. Rudy, I usually have all the work done by this time of the day. But, Fanny, you know the routine. I thought you were going to organize things around here. I expected to come home and find some brand new system installed. System? Why, you've got all kinds of systems and conveniences here. Well, you've got vacuum cleaners, electric mixers and unmixers, all kinds of appliances to help you out. Well, don't you have help at the office? Stenographers, clerks? Clerks and stenographers are different. I'll say they are. They never need new spare parts. <laughs> <laughs> Are you one of the thousands of people who don't drink enough water? If so, here's a health tip. Drink a glass of cool, pure water after every meal. At the same time, take two tasteless, sugar-coated little tablets of Cystex. The Cystex, you see, goes right along with the water and helps nature clear away excess acids, which, if too concentrated and if allowed to accumulate, may cause rheumatic pains, loss of energy, make you nervous, and what is of prime importance may interrupt your sleep. So if you feel tired, run down, and old before your time, why don't you try taking Cystex? C-Y-S-T-E-X with a full glass of water after each meal. When there is no organic or systemic cause, Cystex usually goes to work right now, helping nature eliminate excess acids and poisons through the bloodstream. And this aid to nature in filtering and cleansing the blood may bring more restful sleep, a quick increase in vitality, help to make rheumatic pain subside, 
actually make you look and feel years younger. This much is certain. Sistex must satisfy you in every way, do far more for you than you expect, or you simply return the empty package and your money back is guaranteed. So get money back guaranteed Sistex. C-Y-S-T-E-X from your druggist today. Take it with a glass of water after each meal. See how quickly it puts you on the road to feeling like new again. And now back to the Neb, starring Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart as Rudy and Fanny Neb. Come on in, Buck. I'll be very happy to, Junior. It's raining outside. Oh, hello, Buck. Good afternoon, Mrs. Neb. Junior, I thought you and Buck were going over to Donna's house. Oh, we left Donna's, Mom. She may be over later. Junior didn't like somebody who was there. Really? Who was there? Oh, just Donna and the whole first-string football team. <laughs> Where's Pop, Mom? Your father's scrambling around in the laundry tubs. What's the matter? Is he sick? No, he decided to do my housework today. Then he is sick. <laughs> no, no, Buck. Mr. Neb is merely trying to organize housekeeping around here. Come on, Buck. This I gotta see. Gee, Pop, do you know how funny you look bending over a washboard? Uh, no, Junior, I've got too much soap in my eyes. <laughs> hey, Mr. Nib, it's raining outside. Wouldn't it be a lot easier to pile the laundry out there and pour some soap over it? Buck, my boy, nature can do a lot, but it'll never replace elbow grease. But, Pop, why don't you use some executive ability? Uh, uh, Junior, don't mention executive ability to me. Since you seem to have one, is it okay to mention the washing machine? Oh, I put the window curtains in the washing machine, but I forgot to take the rods out. <laughs> oh. You know, you boys, you boys could be a lot of help to me if you'd care to. But, Pop, it isn't polite for people to work when they've got company. Uh, who's got company? Me, I've got Buck. And it certainly isn't polite for the company to work when they're visiting somebody. Ah, but the three of us could make a sort of a game out of this, you see. Now, look. We'll pretend that I'm a surgeon performing an operation. <laughs> Don't you wish you were, instead of doing the laundry? <clears throat> well, as I was saying, I'm performing the operation, and this pair of pajamas is the patient right here on the operating table, see? You mean the washboard. Uh, uh, Junior, let's keep this professional now. Now, this is an emergency, and you're my assistant, and I'm asking you for the instruments, huh? Okay. Now, rubber gloves. Rubber gloves. Soap. Soap. Bleach. Bleach. Hey, the patient's bleeding. That's my knuckles. <laughs> there, you see? I didn't see you use a scalpel. There wasn't any scalpel. Well, how come there's a hole in the pajamas? <laughs> That's from an old operation. Now, uh, now uh, look, boys. <clears throat> now you take the patient away and bring on another one. Now, Junior, this time you be the surgeon. Oh, Pop. I'll just hold the anesthetic. Well, that's kid stuff. What do you mean, kid stuff? Why, Junior, this is the kind of work that builds big muscles. Well, then why doesn't Mom have big muscles? Now, women aren't supposed to have them. It wouldn't be ladylike. With men, my boy, it's different. Here, Buck, feel my bicep. Yes, sir. <laughs> what does that remind you of? A soft-boiled egg? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I, I may have softened up a bit. You should do more scrubbing. Uh, uh, Junior, I've got to get over to Herb's Barbershop this afternoon for a shave and a haircut. Oh, you'll have time to get the rest of the laundry out. It's, it's early yet. Yes, and it's never too early to do things, Junior. Now, I'll give you and Buck each a dollar if you'll finish this and wash the dishes. Oh, Pop. Now, 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 just you go right ahead. I'll sneak out the back way so as not to disturb your mother. I think the office was much too much for her today. Uh, see you later. Junior, if we stick around here, we're going to be henpecked, too. Well, well, howdy, Rudy, howdy. Oh, hello, Herb. Hello. Yeah, come on in, Rudy Nabby. Oh. Come on in. Nope, ain't no use, though. You already done that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Herb, what a day. Uh, I want a shave and a haircut, Herb. And have you got anything good for ch- uh, ch- uh, red hands? Yeah, red hands, yes, red hands. Yup, yup, got just the thing, Rudy. No good for chapped hands, though. Use it for itchy feet. Uh, your feet itchy, Rudy? I certainly not. But, Herb, just look at my hands. Did you ever see anything so red? Yep, yeah, my uncle's nose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah finally had to wear dark glasses. Yeah, yeah, dark glasses on account of the glare. Done better with a lampshade on his nose, though. <laughs> uh, tell me, what makes your hands so red? I've had them in soapy water. Herb... Let me give you some good advice. Just in case you ever get married, you're going to find the... Oh, yeah, fine institution. Fine institution, marriage. Wonderful thing for married people. Yep, yep. Man and wife shouldn't be without it. Of course, uh, <laughs> it's no good for me, though. I ain't married. <clears throat> well, in case you ever do get married, Herb, let me uh, tell yes, you... Yes, had a sad experience along that line once. Yeah, might sad. I was two-thirds married. Yep, yep. Beautiful girl, fine head on her shoulders. Nothing in it, though. <laughs> uh, what do you mean, uh, two-thirds married? Uh, well, you see, the girl was there, and the preacher was there. <laughs> I never showed up, though. <laughs> why, Herb, what happened? Oh, alarm clock didn't go off. <laughs> Don't know why it should have, though. Didn't set it. <laughs> Might have, though, if I owned one. Well, there's no use my giving you advice. No, no, no. Don't mind taking advice, Rudy. Fine thing, advice. Uh, just leave it along with the tip. <laughs> uh, what'd you come in for, Rudy? Well, I told you I wanted a shave and a haircut, and I'll make it snappy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shave and a haircut. Oh, yeah, shave and a haircut. <laughs> you know, everybody comes in here wants shave and a haircut. Funny thing, uh, uh, must be because it's a barbershop. Well, now hurry up, Herb. I've got to get back home and finish my work and stop sticking my neck out. Yeah, stick it out a little more if you want to, Rudy. Yeah. Hair grows pretty low on your neck. Yeah. You know, I knew a fellow once that stuck his neck out. Always pulled it back in, though. <laughs> he was a turtle. <laughs> Junior! Junior, where's your father? Oh, he had to go over to Herb's for a shave and a haircut. He wanted to get rid of his five o'clock shadow. Oh, so his genius for organization inspired him to enlist your aid and Buck's. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't enlist. We were drafted. <laughs> we didn't want to disturb you, Mom. Pop said you'd had a hard day at the office. Oh, I had a perfectly marvelous time at the office. Now, you boys run along, and I'll finish the dishes. Gee, Mom, people like you sure don't grow on trees. Yeah, but from the number of them, you'd think these dishes did. Mm. Well, I'm doing my own and Mr. Neb's jobs for today. 
But I'll have to draw the line at getting a haircut and a shave. Come on, Bud. That's Donna. Oh, jeepers, Junior. She'll wait. Oh, hello, Junior. Hi, Donna. Hello, Donna. Hi, Bud. Gee, Donna, what kind of perfume is that? Oh, isn't it heavenly? It's called Bride Secret. What's so secret about a smell like that? (laughs) Well, doesn't it thrill you? Well, it's supposed to. Oh, yeah. It gives me goose pimples, but so does Frankenstein. (laughs) Oh, Buck, stop criticizing Donna's perfume. Yeah, but last week she chose chaos, and believe me, there really was. Oh, don't mind Buck, Jr. Are you sure you I have uh, more important things to worry about? Mm, You mean the football team? Yeah. What happened to the Baby Beef Trust? Oh, uh, they only wanted me to autograph their new football. But jeepers, how could you autograph it with so many guys holding your hands? Oh, now, Junior, don't be so jealous. What's the matter with him, Buck? Junior's enjoying a mild form of insanity. But he isn't old enough to take treatments for it. Uh, What'd you come over for, Donna? Just to show off your new dress? Well, at least you noticed it, Buck. Do you think I look uh, sufficiently pulse-stirring? I can't tell. I've already got high blood pressure. (laughs) Donna, your dress is simply ravishing. That's what it is. Oh, I can't wait to get a little older and get into a ravishing formal myself. With tails, of course. Oh. Well, I hope you wouldn't care to be seen in a breathless creation of gossamer loveliness, as enchanting as a soft June night, which is exactly what the fashion ad said this was. Ah, they're crazy. This is October. Well, 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 well. Hello, Donna. Oh, hello, Mr. Ned. Hi, ah, you look charming. Uh, that, uh... Breathtaking creation of gossamer loveliness, as enchanting as a soft June night. Oh, brother. <laughs> I see, Buck. Uh, by the way, I guess I owe you and Junior a dollar each, right? Oh, no, Pop. Mom took over. She's in the kitchen doing the dishes. Oh, she is? Well, will you, you young folks, excuse me. Fanny. Uh, Fanny, dear. Hello, big business executive turned domestic. Now, Fanny, I simply had to get a shave and a haircut. I'll finish the housework myself now and hand back everything to you intact, except an ashtray and that darn washing machine. Oh, don't worry, Rudy. I've made the beds, hung out the laundry, and I've just this minute finished the dishes. Oh, you're a wonderful wife, Fanny. And after today, I'll never say a word about the way you run the house. Uh, I suppose running a business like mine had you a bit confused, too, didn't it? Well, I'll admit there are some of your affairs I can't handle, Rudy. I told you so. Uh, what business in particular, Fanny? Oh, that business you refer to as a good cigar. Fanny, you didn't smoke a cigar. <laughs> Certainly not. Uh, but I did all the rest of your chores at the office. Oh, I shouldn't have let you do that. I might have been called into a conference or got some important phone calls. Oh, by the way, you did have a phone call. Huh? However, I took care of it. Good heavens, I'm probably ruined. Who was it? Timmons, the tailor to better groom men, reminding you that you were going to buy a new suit. Oh, what did you do? I bought one. For myself. Oh, now, Fanny. (laughs) Now, Rudy, we traded places for today. I know, but you didn't play fair. Why did you come home so early? Well, I'd rather be home than do what you'd plan to do today. I'd plan something? You probably forgot about it in your desire to show me how to run the house. Why, I don't remember. What did I plan to do today? Well, according to your memorandum pad, Uh you'd plan to go fishing, remember? Oh, why don't I attend to my own business? We'll return to the NABs in just a minute. Men and women past 35 often are surprised to find they're slowing down, feeling tired out, nervous, and old before their time. Most of these people do not realize that the underlying cause of their troubles may be an accumulation of excess acids and poisons which should be removed through the bloodstream. 
They do not realize how much younger, stronger, and better they might feel by helping nature correct this condition. When there is nothing organically or systemically wrong, the medicine called Cystex, C-Y-S-T-E-X, usually goes to work right now, helping nature clear away excess acids and poisons through the blood. Stimulating this natural cleansing and purifying action may easily bring you new energy, vitality, and joy in living. So if your sleep is interrupted and you feel nervous, run down, or suffer from rheumatic pains in muscles and joints, why don't you try Cystex? You must discover Cystex to be a quick and easy way to eliminate excess acids through the bloodstream and to gain increased vitality and better and better sleep, or your money back is guaranteed on return of the empty package. So get Cystex, C-Y-S-T-E-X, from your druggist today and take as directed with a glass of water after each meal. See how much better you feel tomorrow. And now, one last minute with the Neb. Well, Fanny, I've learned a lesson today. A man is no business trying to tell a good wife how to run the house. You're right, Rudy. Anytime he decides to do that, he'd better bait his hook instead of his wife and go fishing. And by the same token, a wife shouldn't try to run her husband's office. Or she might soon find he couldn't afford to buy her a new suit. Well, are you ready to be Mr. Neb again huh? and let me be the missus? Ah, Fanny, now I'm going to keep up my end of the bargain. Until this day is done, I'll perform the rest of your duties, my dear. That is what's left of them. Oh, Rudy. <laughs> You're sure a glutton for punishment. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, it's about time for you to start getting dinner. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mr. Neb. What? This, this is Saturday, isn't it? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Fanny, get your purse. You're taking Junior and me out to dinner. Join us next Sunday, same time, when Sistex again presents Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart as the Nebs. If you'd like to attend one of our broadcasts and see Gene and Kathleen Lockhart in person, write to radio station KHJ Los Angeles 38 for tickets. The Nebs are written by John Elliott and produced by Wally Ramsey. They were created by Saul Hess and are supervised for radio by the Bears. This is Tom Dixon saying goodbye for Sistex. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sistex presents The Neb, starring Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart as Rudy and Fanny Neb. The Neb. 
straight from America's famous comic strip, with Junior, Obie Slider, and all the others you've laughed and adventured with for 22 years. Well, the autumn leaves are a riot of color. Pumpkins are ripe on the vine. Shocks of corn are stacked in the fields to dry. And there's something doing in the nep house. Rudy, Fanny, and Junior are getting ready for Halloween. Oh, so round, so firm, so fully packed, so... Oh, Rudy, take your head out of that pumpkin. Do you want to scare Junior? <laughs> Pop doesn't scare me, Mom. He looks better that way. Junior. <laughs> There's nothing like a nice, big, round, yellow pumpkin, eh, Junior? Well, I like them better when they're flat and brown and have a crust around them. <laughs> well, there are plenty of pumpkin pies for our party tonight. I made six. Six? Why, when I was out in the kitchen, I only counted five. Well, that's funny. When Pop came out of the kitchen, I only counted four. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, Junior, will you go out in the kitchen and get me uh... Just a minute. You two leave those pies alone. I don't want any pie. I want some bicarb of soda. <laughs> a little exercise might help. Now, will you boys please give me some help with these Halloween decorations? And, Rudy, stop walking under that ladder. Jeepers, Pop, don't you know walking under ladders is bad luck? I have better luck walking under them than up them. Every time I climb a ladder, I see spots before my eyes. What's the matter, Pop? Dizzy spells? No, Junior, dirty walls. <laughs> and your father's going to have to clean them. You see what I mean, Junior? I wonder what everybody's bringing to the party tonight. Why should they bring anything? What did Pop do, get him into thinking this was Christmas? Oh, I suppose it's a habit left over from the war, Junior. I planned a buffet, and everybody insisted on bringing a dish of some kind. And I'll bet your cousin Amby Potts will bring a bag of stale peanuts. Gee, Pop, you talk like cousin Amby's as stingy as old Scrooge. My boy, your cousin Amby Potts gave Scrooge lessons. Oh, now, Rudy, <laughs> don't be too hard on Amby. Yeah, I remember last Halloween when he came over, he brought an apple. That's right. Amby was feeling kind-hearted last year. He wanted to give the worm a ride. <laughs> now you boys break it up. Junior, I want you to run over to the store for me. Here, here's a list of the things I want. Okay, Mom, but I gotta hurry. I got a date with Donna. Rudy, look, isn't that Amby wobbling up the walk? Oh, must be. Too tall for a duck. Come in. Hello, Fanny. Hello, Rudy. Well, Amby, it's awfully nice to see you. Yes, it's also nice when we don't. Same to you, Rudy. What's all the decorating for? We're having a party, Amby. Didn't you know it's Halloween? He probably thinks Halloween is the time you take a calf away from its mother. Pipe <laughs> oh, down, Rudy. Halloween's for kids. All they do is run around ringing doorbells. And... No, Amby. Blackmailing people by yelling tricks or treats, pushing over... Amby! Fences. <laughs> Amby, you talk like you're soured on the world. Sour is right. Amby's the only lemon I ever saw that didn't grow on a tree. And you're the only monkey I ever saw who couldn't hang by his tail from one. <laughs> touche. Huh? What's touche? Well, it isn't a hand lotion. Everybody's coming over tonight, Amby. Obie Slider and her. And so? Maybe I'll be over. And they're all bringing something. Oh, maybe I'll stay home. <laughs> oh, you must come, Amby. You'll enjoy it. I should think you get awfully tired living alone in that house next door. Not half as tired as we get having you live next door. Now, Rudy. Oh, Fanny, I don't pay no attention to little big shot here. Why, if I took exception to what he says, I'd rough him up till he looked like my ex-wife made me look. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, good old Sylvia Appleby. Now there's a girl. You said it, and she can stay there. Now, you men stop talking about Sylvia. What's wrong with her, besides being a gossip? She talks too much. <laughs> no wonder Amby didn't know what day this was. Why, when he was married to Sylvia, every day was Halloween at his house. Well, anyway, the witch was there. <laughs> Amby, too bad you don't have a nice family. You'd be a different man. Well, maybe, Fanny. I reckon I do envy you and Rudy sometimes. Guess I'd take an interest in such things as Halloween if I had some children and a good wife to cook for me. Why, Amby, wasn't Sylvia a good cook? The only thing she could cook good was my goose. <laughs> be right nice to be like you folks, having friends drop in for dinner and them bringing the dinner. Well, Amby, maybe you'll find the right girl yet. Girl? Any woman in his age group is no girl. No, be quiet, Rudy. My place sure needs a woman's touch, Fanny. House needs cleaning. Amby, I have an idea. Why not leave your key with me, and I'll go over and tidy up things a bit. Would you, Fanny? You bet I will. Well, now, that's mighty nice of you. Here's the key. When you finish, just lock up the place and have Junior drop the key off at my office. All right, Amby. Well, guess I'll be going. You'll be around for the party tonight, won't you, Amby? Sure, sure. See you later. As long as it don't cost nothing. <laughs> Goodbye, Amby. Rudy, I've got a wonderful idea. Yes? What? I feel sorry for poor Amby. Let's take all the food and decorations over to his house and surprise him with a real Halloween party over there. My, my, that, that is an idea. It even gives me an idea. Yes, what? I'll take a jack-o'-lantern, fill it full of water, put it up over his door, and when he comes in, it'll spill all over him. Oh, Rudy Neb, you'll do no such thing. Boy, I can see the headlines in tomorrow's paper. Amby Potts gets Duncan in pumpkin. <laughs> Rudy. Amby Potts washed by a squash. <laughs> We'll return to the Nebs in just a moment. But first, here's a suggestion. If you're a wife or a mother, take a good look at your menfolk. You notice signs of nervousness, circles under the eyes, worry, and overwork? Do they complain of sleep being interrupted, nervousness, or rheumatic pains? Ask yourself, does my husband look years older than he actually is? These symptoms may be caused by excess acids and poisons which should be removed through the bloodstream. When there was nothing organically or systemically wrong, the medicine called Systex. C-Y-S-T-E-X usually goes to work right now, helping nature clear away excess acids and poisons. So if you're run down and not up to par, why don't you try Systex? You must discover Systex to be a quick and easy way to help remove excess acids through the blood and to gain increased vitality and better sleep, or your money back is guaranteed on return of empty package. Get Systex. C-Y-S-T-E-X from your druggist today and take it as directed with a glass of water after each meal. See how much better you feel tomorrow. And now, back to the Nebs. Fanny, you could have thought of something a lot easier than holding our Halloween party over at Amby's house. You just get started over to Amby's with those decorations. Here, Mom, I got the things you wanted at the store. Oh, thank you, Junior. Uh, Junior, uh, give me a hand with these pumpkins. We're moving everything over to Amby's house. But, Pop, I've got a date. 
Buck's coming by for me in a minute. Fine. He can help, too. But jeepers, Pop. We gotta pick up Donna and drive out in the country for a load of pumpkins. Donna wants them for the Girl Scouts Halloween party. Now, Junior, Girl Scouts are for girls. Oh, yeah? Get hep, Pop. Get hep. <laughs> I think it's real nice of Junior to help them with their party. After all, this is National Girl Scout Week. And I'm scouting for them all week, too. Come in. Hi, Buck. Hello, Buck. Good morning, everybody. Oh, aren't you a little mixed up, Buck? This is afternoon. Oh, but I haven't had any lunch. Why, Buck, you must be starved. Can I get your sandwich? Oh, thanks, Mrs. Neb. I'd like to have just some plain rye bread. Is that all, Buck? Well, if you insist, I'll have a little something between it. How about a sandwich with rye bread, cheese, and mayonnaise? Uh, no mayonnaise, thank you. Instead, I'll have mustard, pickles, sliced tomato, lettuce, and cheese melted on a hamburger. <laughs> well, excuse me, Buck. I'll see what I can do. Your mother is very hospitable, Junior. And so is your appetite. It welcomes anything. <laughs> well, Buck, I like to see growing boys eat. Oh, it isn't that I'm so hungry, Mr. Neb. I just don't want to catch anemia. Why, you don't look like there's been anything ever wrong with you. Well, I had a light touch of hangnails last week, but I'm getting over it now. <laughs> Say, Buck, we better get going. Donna's probably at home sitting on pins and needles. Well, if she is, she'll get up. <laughs> now, while you boys are waiting, how about helping me take some of this Halloween equipment over to Ambie Potts? Oh, Pop. Here's your sandwich, Buck. Oh, thanks, Mrs. Neb. Junior, do you want to help me carry it? No, to carry that sandwich, I'd need a bucket. Now, you boys be careful and drive slowly. Oh, we'll have to in my jalopy. Now, Buck, it's too bad you don't have a girl to take along. Well, I wanted Buck to let me get him a blind date. Oh, no, thanks. I got stuck with a blind date once. I had a terrible time. Ugh. Where did you take her, Buck? No place. She just sat at home in her playpen and chewed on a rattle. <laughs> got enough pumpkins for your Girl Scout party. Oh, these will be swell, Buck. Practically a whole jalopy full. Jeepers, there's hardly any room to sit in here. Say, I got an idea, Donna. What is it, Junior? Well, instead of me holding so many pumpkins, how about you holding the pumpkins and let me hold you? Why, Junior Nip, I'll do no such thing. Well, who do you think you are? Van Johnson? If you was, Donna, you'd be holding him. Hey, <laughs> hey gang, look. It's beginning to rain. I thought I felt some mist on my face. Oh, it isn't raining. It's just the radiator steaming up. <laughs> oh, but radiators don't have cloud bursts. It's rain. Well, if you don't believe it's the radiator, look at Donna's face. It's beginning to rust. You should talk, Buck. You look like you've been hit in the face by a big, juicy freckle. Well, once we get up this grade, we'll soon be home and we can get cleaned up. Golly... We aren't out of sight of the pumpkin field yet. It's just back down the hill. Oh, now what? Buck, I think you've got carburetor trouble or something. Is that just another way of saying we're out of gas? Oh, we couldn't be, unless that leak's come back in the tank. Junior Nab, after all the times we've been out together, are you trying to pull that low wheeze about being out of gas? Well, it's not me that's out of gas, Donna. It's Buck's jalopy. And even I'm more romantic than to deliberately run out of gas with a car full of pumpkins. <laughs> well, Buck, it's awfully silly not to check everything before you start out on a trip like this. Well, I did check everything. I stopped that gas leak only yesterday. Huh. 
After this, I'll believe the radio. This wartime chewing gum is inferior. Junior may be a little late. Well, what's the matter, Buck? Well, we were coming home when the jalopy stalled. And when we got out to see what the trouble was, it rolled back down the hill. But, Buck, where are the pumpkins? They're back in the field. Well, what about your car? It's in there with the rest of the pumpkins. Come in. Hello, Fanny. Well, it's Obie Slider. Hi there, Buglebeak. Hello, Adam Brain. Say, I thought you folks were going to have a Halloween party. We are. Why do you think I'm carrying a pumpkin under my arm? Oh, is that a pumpkin? I thought it was your head. We're having a party, all right, Obie. Well, from the looks of this living room, you've already had it. Well, you see, Obie, Fanny had a bright idea. Well, naturally. She's the only one around this house who could have a bright idea. Obie, we decided to surprise Ambie Potts and have the party at his house. He came by today, and I felt sorry for him. Ambie's terribly lonely. Oh, did you ever see a skunk that wasn't? <laughs> we had our house half decorated, and now we're moving the party over there. Well, the only way Ambie'd ever have a party is to have somebody take it to him. Uh, what have you got in that paper, sack? <laughs> well, here, Fanny. Uh, now, this is mine and Hepsi's contribution to the buffet supper. That's awfully nice of you, Obie. There's some homemade donuts, uh, Pie and two fried chicken. Plus a couple of drumsticks that disappeared on the way over. I'll take these things over to Andy with the rest of the food. Uh, here, Obie. You can help me take some stuff over. I'm going to put you to work. Oh, I knew I should have sent Hepsi this trip. What's the matter with Junior? He'd come in mighty handy here. Junior and Donna went with Bucks to get some pumpkins for the Girl Scout Halloween party. This is National Girl Scout Week, you know. <laughs> well, boys will be Girl Scouts. I remember when I was a Girl Scout. Oh, Rudy, stop bragging. Uh, you know what I mean, Fanny. Uh, when I was a Boy Scout, I learned plenty. I did my good deed every day. I learned courtesy, kindliness, courage. Rudy, you surprise me. I also learned to be stingy, uh, uh, thrifty. <laughs> of course you're going to tell us you were an eagle. Of course you're going to tell us you were an eagle. Of course you're going to... Tooth. Yep. The Elks gave me a tooth. Yep. The Elks gave me a tooth. will take their party to Ambie's house in just a moment. But first, ask your doctor, and he's likely to tell you that a high percentage of people don't drink enough water. So here's a health tip. Drink a glass of cool, pure water after every meal. At the same time, take two tasteless sugar-coated little tablets of Cystex. The Cystex, you see, goes right along with the water and helps nature clear away excess acids, which, if too concentrated and if allowed to accumulate may cause rheumatic pains, loss of energy, make you nervous, and what is of prime importance, may interrupt your sleep. So if you feel tired, run down, and old before your time, why don't you try taking Cystex? C-Y-S-T-E-X, with a full glass of water after each meal. When there is no organic or systemic cause, Cystex usually goes to work right now, helping nature eliminate excess acids and poisons through the bloodstream. 
And this aid to nature in filtering and cleansing the blood may bring more restful sleep, an almost unbelievable increase in aliveness and vitality, a new spring to your step, a sparkle to your eyes. Actually make you look and feel years younger. This much is certain. Systex must satisfy you in every way, do far more for you than you expect, or you simply return the empty package and your money back is guaranteed. So get money back guaranteed Systex. C-Y-S-T-E-X from your druggist today. Take it with a glass of water after each meal. See how quickly it puts you on the road to feeling like new again. And now back to the Nebs with Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart as Rudy and Fanny Neb. Uh, Fanny, I always said I'd do anything for you, but... When I said it, I, I didn't know it'd include coming over here to Amby's house and decorating it for Halloween. Oh, now you and Obie just go ahead and fix up the place. Uh, Fanny, uh, how'd you ever persuade Amby to let you have the keys to his house without telling him about the party? Well, he said the place was in a mess, so I offered to clean house for him. Well, it'd have been much easier just to hire a couple of street cleaners. <laughs> oh, I'm going home now and bring back some dishes and things. Now, you boys go ahead with the decorating. All right, Fanny. Obie? Isn't it strange how a man living by himself will let things go? Just look at this dump. Well, you know, poor Amby never was used to much in the first place. He used to tell me about his life as a boy. His folks lived in a shack upstairs over the pig pen. That must have been very unsanitary. Oh, I don't know. Amby said they didn't lose a pig in ten years. <laughs> well, come on. Let's get things fixed. Fanny will be back in a minute. Wait a minute, Rudy. Did you see this stack of mail that old Amby left here on the table? Letters to him? Well, yes. Well, what do you know? Amby belongs to a Lonely Hearts Club. Well. Oh, let me see. Mm. Well, it doesn't sound like he'll be lonely very long, Obi. Uh, listen to this. Mm -hmm. My dear buttered coffee cake. <laughs> Sounds like Amby's being buttered for coffee and cake. Be quiet, listen. Mm -hmm. Won't you please send me your picture? In my imagination, I always think of you as strong, silent, calm, and composed. Well, Amby's always been calm and decomposed. <laughs> she says, your disposition is tranquil. Your face is benign. Benign is right. He'll soon be 99. <laughs> and listen to this. Honey boy, I don't picture you with a mustache. Well, that's all right. His nose hides it. Uh, how does she sign the letter? Uh, your devoted cream puff with the cream on top. Say, <laughs> here's your picture. Must have dropped out of the letter. Take a look at this. Uh-oh. I see. Well, it could happen to anybody. But it shouldn't. Rudy, what are you and Obie doing? Oh, uh, just taking a little recess. Why, you haven't done a thing. Yes, we have, Fanny. We discovered that Honey Boy Pots and Cream Puff somebody or other are booming. Oh, brother. Why, the very idea. Were you two reading Amby's mail? Uh, but, but, Fanny, the, the letter was lying wide open right here on the table. Well, put it back on the table. We've got to get things ready and go out, be out of here before Amby gets home. But, Fanny, you should read some of the mushy goo in this letter. Rudy, I've heard enough mushy goo to last me a lifetime. 
Where? The night you proposed. Huh? <laughs> With another Halloween, just like this, remember? <laughs> you had your speech all written out. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> had a ghostwriter, huh? <laughs> I'll never forget that night. It was moonlight, and Rudy and I were down to the lake. And when I got home, I told my father that at last I'd hooked Rudy on the pier. <laughs> Your father always liked me, Fanny. Uh, what did he say? He said I should have thrown you back. <laughs> Everything's done. Ambie will certainly be in for a surprise when he gets home. Yeah, I locked up that moth-infested shack of his. Uh, here's the key. Junior, I promised Ambie I'd send uh, him the key. Uh, will you run down to the bank and give it to him? Oh, sure, Mom. Right away. Come in. Well, now, howdy, howdy, folks. Howdy. Well, hello, Herbie. Sit down, Herb. Make yourself at home. Yeah, don't mind if I do, Fanny. Don't mind if I do. Uh, so I'll take off my shoes. Nope, better not. My socks are in the wash. <laughs> well, Herb, all set for the party tonight? Party? What party? Oh, party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Supposed to be with a party tonight. Called it off, though. <laughs> Had another day. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy means our Halloween party, Herb. Oh, Halloween party. Oh, sure, sure. You get the vittles I sent you over? Yes, it was a very nice box lunch. Yes, yes, I thought so myself. Uh, picked it up at the barber shop. Don't know who left it. Think it was a war worker. <laughs> he won't eat it though. The war's over. <laughs> Well, Herb, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Playing games, bobbing for apples. Yeah, that's so, that's so. Well, I ain't never bobbed no apples. <laughs> been, been years since I bobbed anything but hair. <laughs> Would work on an apple, though. Oh, that's a different bob, Herb. <laughs> different one, all right. Ain't the one I know. Nice feller, Bob. <laughs> nice feller, Bob. That's Bob told a picture that says, leave the Yankees, you know. <laughs> now, why don't we talk about something we can all get together on? Why now, say something now and get together tonight. Yes, yes sir. Been talking about something all day in the barber shop, though. Up those bridges falling down over here. Yeah. Big yeah. crowd in the shop today, I guess, oh, huh? Yeah. What did, what did you fellas talk about? Oh, well, we never did find out. Nobody there but me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Herb, when there's nobody around to talk to, you can always talk to yourself. Uh, talking to himself might make people start asking questions, especially in Herb's case. Yeah, yeah, already done that. Always ask myself a lot of silly questions. <laughs> Funny thing, always get silly answers. <laughs> What you need is a good home and a good wife to look after you. Some girl who'd be a real companion. Yes, just try and find such a character. Oh, might be done yet, Rudy. <laughs> Thought I had just such a girl once. Yep. Bumped into her down at the department store. <laughs> Took her home that night. Yep, big disappointment, though, big disappointment. Wasn't she the right type? Oh, gosh, no. Missed it by a mile. Oh, yeah. Turned out to be a dress store dummy. She didn't wear shapes at all. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Herb, I found out Ambie Potts is corresponding with a prospective bride. Prospective bride, you say? <laughs> Never thought he'd take them prospecting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it looks like the real thing. They're writing love letters. Yeah, trouble with that is, except after writing love letters, is writing checks. Yep. I used to get love letters myself. Nothing ever came of it, though. Why, Herb, I didn't know you were romantic. Oh, oh, sure. World's worst. This girl I wrote to was in poor health. They all spent the time in sanitarium. Used to write me mighty pretty love letters. A sanitarium, mm-hmm. huh? Uh, who was she, Herb? Oh, I never did learn her last name, Rudy. Always sort of signed her name letter, you know, just plain Josephine. That's a nice name, Josephine. Yeah, 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 yeah. She had a nice name for me, too. Always called me Napoleon. <laughs> well, she didn't like the Halloween party, bye. Now, quiet, everybody. Let's sneak up to Ambie's door and burst in. I bet the old cooch getting a kick out of this Halloween. Oh, his lights are on. I lighted the candles in those jack-o'-lanterns before I locked up the place this afternoon. Oh. Well, mental lapse, open the door, easy light. Okay. Well, it's locked. Guess he's afraid somebody will come up and yell, trick or treat. He calls that blackmail. Ambie's probably back in the kitchen sampling our buffet supper. Shouldn't do that, though. Ain't some time we all get that. You don't suppose he's mad because we decorated his house for the party, do you? I'll get his attention. Ambie Potts, open up this door. He can't hoard our food like this. We brought enough grub over here to last him all winter. Well, maybe that's why he won't let us in. He's going to hibernate. Hey, Pop. Yes, Junior? Well, I gave Cousin Ambie the key, and he said he'd be here later. Here's a note of thanks for cleaning up his house. Oh? What what does Ambie say, Rudy? Uh, he says, Dear Fanny and Rudy, Happy Halloween. Keep an eye on my place until I get there. I'll be out of town for the weekend. I'm looking for a cream puff with a cream on top. We'll be back in just a moment. Men and women past 35 often are surprised to find they're slowing down, feeling tired out, nervous, and old before they are timed. Most of these people do not realize that the underlying cause of their troubles may be an accumulation of excess acids and poisons, which should be removed through the bloodstream. They do not realize how much younger, stronger, and better they might feel by helping nature correct this condition. When there was nothing organically or systemically wrong, the medicine called Cystex. C-Y-S-T-E-X usually goes to work right now, helping nature clear away excess acids and poisons through the blood. Stimulating this natural cleansing and purifying action may easily bring you new energy, vitality, and joy in living. So if your sleep is interrupted and you feel nervous, run down, or suffer from rheumatic pains in muscles and joints, why don't you try Cystex? You must discover Cystex to be a quick and easy way to eliminate excess acids through the bloodstream and to gain increased vitality and better and better sleep or your money back is guaranteed on return of the empty package. So get Cystex. C-Y-S-T-E-X from your druggist today and take as directed with a glass of water after each meal. See how much better you feel tomorrow. Now for a last brief moment with the Neds. 
Let's see now. Replacing broken lamp, $35. Repairing scorched woodwork caused by candle igniting jack-o'-lantern, $20. Breaking window, making illegal entry to raid kitchen, bail, $500. Rudy, what are you figuring on? Oh, this bill I got from Amby Potts. It was hard to be honest to charge it against my income tax as Halloween entertainment would have, Fanny. Well, you don't call our Halloween party entertainment, do you? Oh, what a fizzle. Well, Fanny, we've got to hand it to the Girl Scouts of America. When Potts locked us out of our own party, those kids took us right in. I had a grand time at their party. The Girl Scouts always come to the rescue in any good cause. Yes, this would be a better country, Fanny, if we grown-ups took as much interest in the Girl Scouts as they took in us. But, Rudy, you shouldn't have tried to give those girls jitterbug lessons. What? Why, they appreciated it, didn't they? They gave me first aid when I jitterbugged my joints all out of place. <laughs> Join us next Sunday, same time, when this sex again presents Gene Lockhart and Kathleen Lockhart and Sinead. The show is written by John Elliott and produced by Wally Ramsey. The Nebs are created by Saul Hess and are supervised for radio by the mayor. This is Tom Dixon saying goodbye for this sex. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Read the Nebs every day in the Los Angeles Examiner. I hope you enjoyed our two-part show of the Nebs. And be sure to tune in on Friday when we bring you a classic comedy radio show by listener suggestion. You can also make your own suggestion for a future episode of this podcast by visiting our webpage at anchor.fm slash oldradiocomedypodcast or by email at oldradiocomedypodcast at gmail.com. And remember... Laughter really is the best medicine. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Yay!